Greetings again this week from the capital city and pier. Kurt Everson here with an update of week two activity of the 2020 legislative session. This past week, it felt like the pace of legislative activity might have been a bit slower than usual. So I decided to look back to 2019 to get some perspective. As measured by the rate of bills introduced, it indeed appears that the 2020 session is off to a slower start. At the end of week two in 2019, 310 bills had been introduced. By the time the House and Senate adjourned this afternoon to end the second week of the 2020 session, only 167 had been introduced. Slower indeed. In last week's update, I touched on some of the significant changes in legislative procedures and systems that have been imposed on the process for 2020. I suspect the slow rate of bill introductions so far this year has much to do with legislators and lobbyists learning and adapting to those procedural changes and nothing to do with any shortage of ideas that will eventually show up in bill form. Next Thursday, January 30th, is the last day for unlimited bill introduction. After that, legislators face limits on the number of bills they can put their name on as the prime sponsor. So, look for the pace of bill introduction to accelerate rapidly next week. I have only a few new bills to bring to your attention this week in my report. Uh, Senate Bill 65 is the annual Governor's Trust Task Force Bill. Every year since 1997, the Governor's Task Force on Trust Administration and Reform suggests upgrades and improvements to the South Dakota Trust Statutes. The primary change included in Senate Bill 65 is to grant discretion to a court in litigation involving a trust to award attorney's fees and other costs and expenses to or against any party or the trust as justice and equity require, as the bill says. I've been provided with descriptions of other minor changes and explanations of the bill's contents section by section. Please let me know if you would like to get a copy of those materials. House Bill 1067 deals with notice, service, and execution of certain judgments. Brought by Representative Tim Reed, a Republican from Brookings, House Bill 1067 proposes several changes to the body of South Dakota law dealing with rights of property owners and their lessees or tenants. The bill provides a process for starting legal actions in instances where a lessee, subtenant, or party in possession of property cannot be located by the local sheriff or constable. The bill also provides that execution of possession shall occur within five days of a judgment for a plaintiff under SDCL 21-16-10 and for execution of possession within two days if the lessee, subtenant of party in or party in possession fails to answer or appear in court. House Bill 1086 proposes to repeal certain fees charged by clerks of court. Brought at the request of the Chief Justice of the South Dakota Supreme Court, this bill would eliminate the $1 per page fee 
charged by clerks for facsimile or email transmission of any opinion, record, or paper from an active or inactive file in the clerk's custody. Fee income previously collected had been deposited into the UJS Court Automation Fund. House Bill 1087 would authorize a clerk of courts to provide certain notices by email. SDCL 15-15-4 deals with the sale or destruction of exhibits if not collected once final judgment has been rendered by the court. Current law requires the court to give notice of impending destruction of exhibits to attorneys or parties of record by registered or certified mail. House Bill 1087 shifts the clerk's required notice to email if an email address is designated for service or to first-class mail in the absence of a designated email address. So I do have a few updates uh, on bills that have previously been discussed. Senate Bill 11 deals with third-party insurance plan administrators. Brought by the South Dakota Division of Insurance, the intent of this bill is to create a pathway for new entrants into the TPA market. Senate Bill 11 passed out of the Senate Commerce Committee and was approved by the full Senate earlier this week. Senate Bill 45 proposes to transfer duties and functions of the Value-Added Finance Authority. Brought by GOED, this bill shifts several loan programs which have been overseen by the Value-Added Finance Authority since 1986 to the South Dakota Economic Development Finance Authority. By a margin of 5 to 1, members of the Senate State Affairs Committee voted to send SB 45 down to the full Senate for further consideration. House Bill 1015 revises application fees and processes for state chartered banks. If a state chartered bank wants to build or move a branch location, advertisements are required in local newspapers. The cost of publishing those notices is currently baked into the application fee paid by the bank. The South Dakota Division of Banking's House Bill 1015 would change that process. The division would still be responsible to arrange for publication of the required legal notice, but the applying bank would pay newspapers directly for the public notice advertisement. Importantly, if this bill passes, the division will review and adjust application fees uh, schedules accordingly. House Bill 1015 was unanimously approved by the members of the House Commerce Committee on Wednesday and the full House of Representatives on Thursday. House Bill 1016 proposes limited money transmitter licensing exemptions. Brought also by the Division of Banking, this bill seeks to eliminate duplicative state money transmitter licensing requirements for companies that act either as operators of payment systems or strictly as an agent of a payee. House Bill 1016 also received unanimous support this week in House Commerce and the full House of Representatives. House Bill 1019 proposes to sync cross-references between various parts of South Dakota's tax code, including the bank franchise tax, 
to the most current version of the Internal Revenue Code. This bill also received unanimous approval in committee on Thursday. I will conclude this report with another gentle reminder to register for our annual state legislative day in Pierre, scheduled for February 12th. Think jumbo shrimp. As always, please let me know if you have any questions or concern, and I wish everyone a great weekend.